letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With today's WCCO All Local, I'm Rusty Ray. Monday's stories include more support for the state's overworked nurses, more relief coming from Minnesota for earthquake-ravaged Turkey, and are we closing in on legalizing recreational marijuana in Minnesota? There's a candlelight vigil at Harding High School in St. Paul this evening, just days after a student was stabbed and killed inside the school. Leah Van Dasser, president of St. Paul's Federation of Educators, told Shaletta Brundage of WCCO the purpose of tonight's vigil is about creating time and space for whomever needs it. This is all of us working together for the for the common, greater, amazing good that we know we can have in our in our world. So it's just, you know, what's one small thing we decided we can do this small we can have this small gesture and and start the healing potentially. So that's that's kind of where we were thinking when we came up with this. A 15-year-old boy died as a result of the stabbing, and a 16-year-old boy is in custody, both of them students at Harding High School. Classes at Harding were canceled for today and are canceled again tomorrow. I'm Laura Oaks. The situation is dire, according to President of the Minnesota Nurses Association, Mary Turner. Half of all nurses are thinking of leaving the bedside in the next year, and that is terrifying. That's on top of the wave of nurses who left the profession due to pandemic burnout or have simply retired. Republican State Representative Jim Abler says the ongoing short staffing problem must be addressed. Nurses don't wake up in the morning thinking, I hope I go get to pick at my hospital. I hope I get to threaten the strike. They wake up in the morning hoping they can go serve somebody. The Keep Nurses at the Bedside bill would address staffing issues by providing more nursing instructors and mental health support for nurses, among other things. DFL Senate author Aaron Murphy said she's grateful for Abler's involvement and hopes his support will spur others across the aisle to make nurses a priority this session. Two teenagers died and one is in critical condition after a crash in St. Paul. Here's WCCO's Al Shock. 95-year-old Julia Ann Bild of Cottage Grove was driving the car the wrong way when the head-on collision happened at 8.15 yesterday morning. Bild was killed in the crash along with a passenger in the second vehicle, 32-year-old Tanya Ann Mott of Lakeville. Two others were critically hurt. Reports indicate both were in the second vehicle. The crash happened in the northbound lane of Highway 61 between 80th Street and Jamaica Avenue in Cottage Grove. It's not known when the wrong way car entered the highway. The state patrol is working to reconstruct the crash. More hearings in St. Paul today over legalizing recreational cannabis in Minnesota. Should some people not use cannabis? Yeah, probably a lot, a lot of people. But in the same way, some folks can't drink tequila or whiskey. That doesn't mean we should pull all booze from the shelves. Still others who are connected to the state's hemp industry are worried about their livelihoods. If the current version of HF100 passes, by the end of 2023, nearly every single hemp drive product on the shelves today will be illegal. And you better believe there will be an outcry of Minnesotans asking you, their representatives, where their relief went, when it is coming back, and why you took it away in the first place. The Senate Transportation Committee will hear a companion bill coming up later this afternoon. A Twin Cities chef is back in Turkey providing food to those affected by the earthquake that has killed tens of thousands of people. Ryan Ingram of Hope Breakfast Bar spoke to WCCO from Turkey. My wife and I started our nonprofit Give Hope during the pandemic, and it was for food insecurities. And uh, there's there's not many more places in the world right now that are 
having food insecurities as bad as they are in some of these towns. For us, it's just go feed as many people as we can for as often as we can. Ingram said so many resources are going toward life-saving measures and building reconstruction. It's becoming difficult, he says, just, just to find food in Turkey. He said the goal right now is to create a long-term kitchen in Istanbul that can provide food through Turkey's ongoing rebuilding effort. I'm Steve Simpson. Grammy Award-winning Lizzo says her newest honor tops them all. She posted on Twitter a breathless response to Minnesota naming a snowplow Blizzo. Of all the awards I have received, this by far is the highest honor. To know that there is a snowplow named Blizzo that is clearing the streets of the Twin Cities right now makes my heart melt or freeze. Lizzo then gave a shout-out to the 6th grade Osseo Middle School class that submitted Blizzo in the statewide contest. It turns out Blizzo was the second most popular name in MnDOT's annual Name the Snowplow contest. The top vote getter was You're a Blizzard, Harry, a Harry Potter takeoff. WCCO's Al Shock reports on a Minnesota-based fighter squadron that was involved in shooting down an unidentified object over Lake Huron over the weekend, one of several objects the military has brought down since last week's Chinese spy balloon was shot down. A group of airmen out of Duluth were responsible for shooting out of the sky the object that was flying over Lake Huron. The squadron from the 148th Fighter Wing took off from Madison on their mission. Governor Walls is praising their efforts. In a tweet, Walls says the Bulldogs executed their mission flawlessly, protected the homeland, and got the birds home safe. Walls himself was a master sergeant in the Army National Guard. And finally, on this day after the big game, we look back at the Super Bowl. And it's commercials. WCCO's Vanita Sakar and the Star Tribune's John Rash talked about some of the most memorable commercials during the game on Sunday, highlighted by those dogs that just tug at our heartstrings. I'll always take care of you. One person who has an educated opinion when judging them is John Rash with the... uh, Star Tribune editorial board, but also a former ad executive. John, what stood out to you? Well, you're quite kind to say I have an educated perspective, (laughs) but an emotional one as well. And the same one you're talking about and the same one that the nation seemed to favor the most on the influential USA Today ad meter, which was the farmer's dog, um, which was just a tremendous execution of a very simple idea of the product helping elongate your dog's life and the dog coming of age with the young woman and just a really warm, really wonderful spot and shows that in a Super Bowl wheel replete with celebrities, you get the right uh, four-legged friend on there and that's, that's the one that everyone wants to associate with. So just a terrific ad. Thanks for checking out WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local at all of our WCCO podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. Make it a great Monday. I'm Rusty Ray, News Talk 830 WCCO.